Hey everybody, this week um, I spent some time learning about two topics, UDL or Universal Design for Learning and intersectionality. UDL is a familiar term for me, but one that also sparks some discomfort after one typically grueling late evening class in college. I think I just had a bad taste in my mouth about it because of that, but everything about the class was just plain icky to me. It was in an old building, late at night. I didn't know anyone going into the class, and I really didn't understand the broad, giant term of universal design for learning. How was I supposed to make one lesson work for everyone in the universe? Well, after spending some time researching UDL this week, I've become more comfortable with it and realized I actually do it already without putting the name to it. When I'm drafting a lesson plan, I'm usually thinking about different ways I can present the same idea. This goes along with one of the three barriers UDL is looking to address, representation. We can help students to better understand by activating their background knowledge, presenting information in multiple media, and providing varied supports. Additionally, by giving students options to express what they know while also providing feedback when necessary, we're extinguishing the action and expression barrier. Lastly, and possibly most importantly, by giving students choices and sparking their interests, we can engage them in our content. This is quite possibly the biggest barrier I think about when planning my lessons, and also why I think it's so important to get to know each and every one of my students on a personal level so I know how to engage them. I also spent some time this week learning about intersectionality. Although it's not talking about a traffic light, the analogy does help me to understand it. At the intersection of any road could be countless different cars going different directions. Same goes for a classroom. At the intersection of any classroom could be countless different students coming from different backgrounds. Race, gender, socioeconomic status, physical ability, religious beliefs, languages spoken, on and on and on. Trying to relate this concept back to my classroom is a little more of a challenge than it is for most examples out on the internet. However, intersectionality exists everywhere. I teach first grade in a fairly affluent suburban town. Most parents are excited to come in and volunteer, or if they can't come in, they send in donations instead. The biggest difference in my students has to be socioeconomic status. It broke my heart this year. When I had a student come in the day after Easter telling us she didn't get an Easter basket because her mom said they didn't have enough money. This actually caused a disturbance in my classroom since some of the kids were wondering what money has to do with it when the Easter bunny brings their basket. As a result of my student's socioeconomic status, she couldn't even believe in the Easter bunny. Although this is an extreme example, it taught me never to assume anything. Finishing up my week, learning about UDL and intersectionality has me excited to head back to the classroom in the fall, meet my new group of first graders, bring on the differences, the similarities, and all the challenges. I am armed and ready.